Hello again, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode of the Fearless Fathers Podcast. For all four and a half of you that tune in every week, thank you for being the continued listeners you are. If you're new here, you probably already turned this off, but thank you very much for checking us out anyway. Really means the world for our metrics. If you don't know, it's Davo here. You know the voice. It's lovely. And then I have my obviously amazing, caring, simply magical, ginger wife, friend, brother, amigo, Ryan. You know what, Ryan? What's up, brother? How you doing? We really got to stop making that joke. People are going to start believing it. What, that we're married? Oh, no, no. We're definitely married. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. Uh, no, the, uh, the nobody listens to the show, Joe. That's also true. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fair point. It's a fair yeah, point. Yeah. We're saying it so it gives it power. Law of attraction. Yeah, yeah. Law of attraction. See, yeah, right I, hand, I, left hand magic. Yeah. I read about it. I should know this. But we don't because we don't script anything on this show. No, we don't. You just, you just say whatever fucking comes out of that thing you call a head. The massive bobblehead I got going on. <laughs> but today, like we talked about last week, today's going to be a little bit more of a serious episode. It's going to be Fearless Father style, a little stigma based, a little bit to get you thinking, a little bit to get you going. And just to get your mind right and just to maybe reevaluate or refresh some things that you already think about but maybe just needed to get pushed in the right direction again. So, Ryan, why don't you uh why don't you tell them what we're talking about today, brother? Before I do that, I'd like to say something. It's only if what we talked about last week if we remember to run the episodes in the right order. I will do that. Unlike <laughs> you, I will make sure to run them in the right order. I have order. done that in the past and not run them correctly. <laughs> I know you have. And there were questions. There were there was there was several questions. There was a conversation in my office. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that. Partner. <laughs> you can't get rid of me now. <laughs> anyway, we're talking about being a present father, but also not being a present father this week. And, you know, like, well, Ryan, that sounds fucking stupid. How can you do that? Oh, easily, friends. Easily. And we're talking more specifically about your work-life balance and feeling like you're there, but you're not there. This is actually a, a trap that I've, I've fallen into a couple of times. And I've told the story in the past where one of my biggest regrets has always been not taking more time off when my son was born. Um, and it still is. And if my boss is listening out there, you know what? F you. F you. <laughs> I'll say he's not my boss. Fuck you. Yeah. 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 Yeah, 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 but don't. Not my current boss. No, he's great. No, he's okay. he's amazing. Yeah, he's a, he's a great guy. Oh, so that's you how you circle back. Got yeah, it. Okay, back. good. Yeah. I mean, with that being said, like I, I work a real non-traditional schedule, and um, I flip flop between night and day shifts a, a lot. I sleep a lot during the day just because of uh, the way my my shifts work out. Plus, I've got some other stuff going on with me. We'll discuss this a little bit, and we'll get into. Um, the you know just our, our thoughts and opinions on it we'll run through some stuff that you can that you can do and i think dave has a story for us as well about this that's topical just a, another you call that a psa at the end sure we'll call it a psa to start but we'll probably change that four times so go, going back to my story it commitment to work is incredibly important you know it's obviously it's your livelihood and we understand that everybody's situation will be completely different 
and people sometimes rely on their extra hours or their overtime hours to keep the quality of life that they currently have. In fact, that's what I do. I, I work extra hours, you know, you know, so we can have nice stuff and, you know, go on a vacation every once in a while. Um, just all kinds of stuff. And we, we get that. You have to find the balance of your time with your son or daughter and the amount of time you spend at work. And this is something that I've noticed recently that my son started doing that's actually, now that I've thought about it, it's kind of kind of breaking my heart. He's telling me how his day went a lot. And people are like, oh, that's a really cool development thing. That's awesome. Well, I sat down and thought about it for a little bit. But the reason he's telling me how his day went is because I wasn't there to see it. Because I spend a lot of time working. And he's so excited to tell me what the hell happened. And it's a goal this year to get out of this situation where I where I need to you know be, be at work so much. And you know I love the fact that he comes and he talks to me and tells me all those things, but it's really terrible when you think of the actual metrics of it. You know, I do it to support my family, but on the other hand, I'm letting him down at, at, at some level. So what can we do to prevent this from happening? Well, I'm stashing money currently. And, you know, and you can spend as much time as you possibly can during your time off with your kid. And we'll go into that more at the end because that's kind of what Dave's little public service announcement is. But, Dave, do you want to get your story? Before I get into my story, I just kind of want to circle back a bit on sure. what you talked about with the whole working thing. First off, I didn't know that story. And I actually, like, that broke my heart, too. Just it's when rough, you said right? That. It, it's rough. Because my wife is currently going through the same thing right now where she's missing all of that. And obviously, Colt can't form complete sentences. He sounds like six beer daddy. But, <laughs> you know, it's one of those like he goes home. He's like, Mom, I'm blah, 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 dad. And blah, blah, like just telling her about his day. And he's at that point now where he's like, Mommy, not here. And I'm like, where's Mommy? Mommy work. And my wife comes home and sh- she's heartbroken over that. Like. As parents, you want to spend 24 7, 365 with your kids. Yeah. Or if you're listening to this show, I'm I'm sure I could almost guarantee that's exactly why you're listening to this show. But that work life balance, I mean, it's so imperative. It's so imperative. Something that you brought up that made me think of it, you know, I know your situation. Unfortunately, we're kind of like family at this point, and I can't get rid of you any whichever (laughs) way I tried. But a lot of dads, they work for the money because it's the way to support their family. And I get that. There's times in life where you feel the need that you have to work a job that you're not going to like for a boss that you can't fucking stand to bring home the almighty dollar bill. I've said it before and I was in that situation. I was that man and I fucking hated myself. And I wasn't proud of who I was. And your quality of life goes to shit when you're working for that money. But one thing that you said that really got my head spinning a little bit on this was that you said that you're stashing money for different things. Yeah. I'm just going to use this current event right now because it's popular in 2021, but the $1,400 stimmy checks. Oh, yeah. You're seeing all the memes and you're seeing everybody talking about, oh, fucking $1,400. I'll fix the the McDonald's ice cream machine. Shit like that. Like the funny stuff. 
But out of all of that, how many people are actually saving their money or investing it or doing something other than just blowing that $1,400? I'm not going to say it's free money because at the end of the day, it's your money. It's your tax dollars. It's coming back to you. But if we all looked at that kind of situation as, hey, I got this extra 1400 bucks, I could pay off some debt, pay down some credit cards. Cool. I have an extra $2,500, $3,000. Let me open up a high interest savings account. Let me do some game stonks, something along those lines where you could start building a little bit more of a financial freedom from working from the almighty dollar, which then in turn can help fix your work-life balance in a sense. You know, you're right, but also, you know, the point of the stimulus check is to spend them, right? I do. I okay. do. I get what you're saying. And, and before you before you go down this road, my stimulus checks are currently stimulating the backside of a high-yield savings account. So, Same. Same. <laughs> right. Which most Americans are going to be doing anyway. Right, right. The point remains that there's dads out there that are like, oh, I got four kids. We each got 1400 bucks. I'm just going to go blow it on shit because yeah. I deserve something nice, which is right, which is right. You should. Which is what the point of the check was in the first the place. The point of the check, right. But you're, well, you're saying to use these opportunities to put distance in between you and having to work 60 hours of overtime. Exactly. Pay yeah. And, exactly. That's, and that's my point as well. I'm not necessarily using the stimulus checks as, a, as an example. Use the stimulus checks however you, however you deem necessary. It is exactly. your money. Yeah, absolutely. Right. But I would definitely agree with you, Dave. You, you definitely want to like – that's a big deal. If you got a kid and a spouse, I mean, it's 4200 bucks is what we got. Um, you got the same thing. If you have multiple children, it all stacks up. Why don't you tell us your story, Dave? So as our listeners know, the listeners who have been with us for a very long time now, you know that I'm a full-time stay-at-home dad. Before I became a full-time stay-at-home dad, I thought that was the weirdest thing known to man. And the only time I ever first heard of it was a good friend of mine whose twins were born about a month or two before Colton. And I thought that was like crazy, insane stuck in the stigmas, the shit that we talk about every day. I have a friend of mine. He just had his second son maybe a month and a half ago at the date of this recording. And obviously, as a father, he wanted to take some time off, some paternity leave to care for his wife who just had a C-section and spend time with his child. I know the basis of this conversation or like this Facebook post that we were going back and forth on, but I can't remember how it started. I think it was some kind of Karen somewhere that just wanted to open their mouth and kind of run, run things. But the conversation basically went, why are you taking time off of work and not supporting your family? Why do you need paternity leave? And his response, and I bless him for this response, was my wife just had a C-section to deliver our brand new child, and I want to spend time and bond with my family and help my wife while she's in recovery. I feel so much that that kind of stuff gets lost on people. That the old way of thinking, okay, mama popped out a baby, time for daddy to go back to work after a day and a half. That shit's long gone in today's society. Or at least it's almost faded to nothing. When I saw that post and I talked to him about it, it really reignited the reason why we do what we do on a daily basis. It reminded me of our paternity leave episode that we 
fucking recorded almost a year ago. God, it has been that long. But it goes to show that the idea that a dad takes paternity leave for the birth of a child is still considered a social stigma, a social yeah. taboo. And it's something that really shouldn't be anymore in, in today's world. And I know we have similar thoughts on that. Oh, absolutely. I mean, my company doesn't do paternity leave, at least not for us, not for not for my position. It needs to become something that's more and more prevalent because fatherhood is so important to just early development, insanely important to early development. You need to put people over making money. And that's really the end of it. That may be controversial to some people, but that until we start all start thinking like that, our work-life balance is going to be just terrible. There will be some positions that obviously that isn't going to work. But for the vast majority of things that people do on a day-to-day basis, you can have a balance. The tradesmen of the world. Right. We have chosen as a society to not have that. So what country was it? Spain has experimenting with a four-day work week. Japan does that too. Really? I didn't know that. Mm Mm-hmm. That's awesome. They started that two years ago, I want to say. Do they do the thing where it's like you work two days, you have a day off, you work two days, and then you have two days off? It's been a while since I read it, so I can't remember. But that's that's a – when I used to work at the restaurant, that was kind of my balance. Like I worked two days. I would have a day off in the middle, and then I'd work another two or three days, and then I'd have another day or two off in the middle. It was fucking great. Phenomenal, right? Great idea. Now, obviously, that's not going to work for like retail workers and things like that, but – It can. Oh, yeah. No, I know it can. It's funny that you brought this up, and we didn't even talk about this before hitting record, but I've been thinking about this a lot lately. Trivia time, Ryan. Who's the one that standardized the five-day work week in America? Um, the 40-hour work week would be the New Deal. Um, Henry Ford. Henry Ford? Henry Ford helped pivot the five-day work week. The 40-hour, five-day work week. Mm-hmm. Oh, right, because that makes sense. Because it was the most efficient way to do it because, of, right. yeah, the way he was And it allowed to business. help stimulate the economy because before that, guys were working six, seven days a week, sometimes 12-hour, 14-hour days. Right. And it would destroy them. They'd probably burn through. I bring that up because, and I've, I was actually just thinking about this today. Why is it we are still living in a generation-filled lifestyle where the five-day work week has become standard? even though we have we have evolved as a society. And I ask that as maybe a rhetorical question to you, the listeners out there today. And if Ryan has a rebuttal to that as well, too, obviously. I think it's gone far and beyond the five-day work week. For the sheer fact that, I mean, obviously not right now. And in fact, I think this will be a controversial look at this, mm-hmm. but COVID has changed the game. But prior to COVID, it was just, well, that's the way we do it. And, you know, people expected things to be open 24 hours a day. Hey, I want to go get a fucking soda from the 7-Eleven. Well, that's, that shit's open. There's a guy standing there taking your order and shit. Right. But now with COVID, uh, telecommunications is a huge thing. People can work from home. So employers have to get into the mindset of the traditional work week and things getting done. I think moving to the system of uh, deadlines. Remember we used to have that software Monday? Yeah. Where you yeah. self-imposed deadlines and stuff like yep. that. As long as it was done by then, hey, you're good to go. You could build work structure around something like that. And people work when they work. As long as they're meeting their deadlines, there's no reason for them to you know, be available as long as they're keeping their meeting appointments. 
Or like, here's another good one my, my wife brought up the other day was like telehealth is a huge thing now. Oh my God, yeah. Prior to this, companies wouldn't touch it because they had no reason to. They had no reason to build the infrastructure for it. So now there's apps and all kinds of stuff has been constructed for it. So now they're going to have to use them. I just had my doctor's appointment today online. It's great. It's beautiful. It's phenomenal. So it sounds like we're kind of in the same boat with this. Oh, absolutely. When it comes to updating and upgrading our standards. Yeah. Because, again, the only constant in this world is change. But like you said, well, it's the way that we've always done it. And you know me. I hate that fucking answer. I hate that answer. Yeah, but that's that's why. Like, that answer is built into truth. I don't like it as much as you do. In fact, I'd love to start seeing things change. I absolutely would. But things happen at the rate of progress. (laughs) And sometimes progress is slow. You're not wrong. Believe me, being a former federal employee, I know all oh, about God, progress yeah. being slow. Yeah. But this is why we do what we do. I mean, you know me. I could get more done in four hours than I could in a regular eight-hour day. Oh, yeah. With, yeah, with how quick I move, I just look at, like you said, if as long as you're hitting deadlines, I think that's the big key for a lot of people that are in like the clerical jobs, the administrative jobs. Hell, it's even something that could probably even work in the tradesman's jobs. There's an infrastructure in there that could work something along those lines. And the um, and the retail stores, I have my personal opinions about it. But if you just paid retail workers more, they'd ha- they could work less hours. Then you just hire more of them. Weird. Yeah, weird. It's weird. Crazy. Having a standard of living just seems to be weird for people. But yeah, I'm not going to get in the minimum wage debate. That is a fucking landmine waiting to be stepped on. Absolutely. And, and like you said, we're not a political podcast by any means we're not a current events podcast so we're gonna stay away from that fucking one this is about understanding the work-life balance and questioning these things and finding jobs that are offering these types of pilot programs and ways that you could spend time with your family right that's the whole point of bringing these up of how we haven't evolved in a standardized work life but our lives have drastically changed yeah and for what i believe and this is going to sound controversial, but I believe for the better. That's what I was trying to get at a minute ago. and just never wanted to let that, that slip out of my mouth. But yeah, yeah, I, I agree with you. I think this, unfortunately, has been very detrimental to people in, in, in general. But it has forced us to evolve in a way that could be very beneficial if we choose it to be so. The question is, will we choose it to be so? And that's going to be a societal thing. And if I had my vote, fucking run with it. Run Pick with it up and run with it. Run, run, run. Let's see what we can do as a people, as a whole, as a country, mm-hmm. as a world. That, I think, is going to bring us into our last little bit on this today of being present as a father. So we talked about work-life balance. We talked about working for the almighty dollar. We talked about the scheduling issues and being at work and providing for your family. Now we're going to talk the actually being home, being there, but not being there. You may know what I'm talking about with this. It's you come home from work, you're drained, you're fucking worn down to the bone. You maybe have a day off. It might be your first day off in seven days and you're completely fucking just gone with everything your mind is shot we've all been there but what do you do you throw on some basketball shorts 
you wear a fucking t-shirt from 1987 that still has some beer stains on it and you start mindlessly scrolling through social media and the next thing you know you're mindlessly scrolling your kids want to play with you and you're like i'm tired dad grunts right all they want to do is color and they want to move and you're just kind of there and you're like okay and you're just kind of maybe going through the motions and you're not really there your mind's in other spots it might be the bills that you have to pay or what happened at work or what's going to be for dinner but your your mind has gone into five different directions instead of focusing on that moment with your children i'm not calling anybody out here i've done it Ryan's done it. I'm aware of it when I do it. And that's the point I'm trying to make today is we as dads, we want to be the caregivers. We want to be the providers. It's ingrained in us. We're trying to break that stigma. We're trying to break that ideology. But we also need to remember to be in the now. We need to remember that our kids are only kids for so long. My son's two and a half and I can't even believe where the last two and a half years went. And it actually like breaks my heart thinking about that because I go back and I think of times that I mindlessly scrolled through Facebook or I was reading stupid emails or I was trying to write a fucking random podcast with some veteran dude that I spent many years serving with. That was a horrible joke, but I, I saw where you're trying to go there, but you couldn't yeah. you couldn't no, muster I, up the courage I, to actually insult me, which is fine, which I appreciate. Yeah. Absolutely. That, that's you could have said some for. ginger dickhead. That would have been completely fine. I could have, but yeah. you know what? I got I got to show some love right now. I'm, I'm yeah, empathetic. I know, I know. <laughs> it wouldn't have fit. It wouldn't have fit what you were trying to say. And I understand. Not not in the not even a little bit. Yeah. Nope. Not even close. But it just brings me to a point where I look back at those moments, and you know, starting this with Ryan, it's one of the best things I've ever done, and one of the best things I'll ever do. Next to obviously my kid being born, and then maybe my marriage is like seventh or eighth, but. That's regardless. You know she's going to listen to this, right? No, she won't. She doesn't know what a podcast is, so we're good. <laughs> Love <One> you. Day. <laughs> Love you. One day when we're both gone, someone's going to hand her a blank CD with all these takes. Worth it. Worth it. <laughs> Curse you on your grave. Worth it. I already knew yep. that's happening. Yeah, it's probably. But I remember those moments, and it breaks my heart that I maybe missed... Not miss like his big moments, like the first steps and stuff like that. But there might have been a time where he wanted me to color or he wanted me to play trucks with him. And I'm just like, uh, you know, and this is pretty recent stuff. This may be a year ago, maybe almost two years ago. But like some of this is pretty recent. And I have to stop myself. And I'm, I might be scrolling. I'm like, you know what? I just told my kid. Yeah, in a minute. And I'm doing absolutely nothing. So I chucked the phone. 10 feet off into the room and I get down on the floor with them and I just focus me and him playing, laughing, building blocks, coloring, building those moments for not just myself, but for him in the future. I fully believe this guys. If you're listening to this, this is serious Devo time. Just remember that those projects could be held off till later. That text message does not need to be answered immediately. That Facebook post, that meme, they could all wait. What can't wait is the time that you have with your kids when you're there, when you're not working, when you're not bringing home the money for them. You could provide for them by building those memories, 
building that joy, building that love and that bond that's going to grow well into childhood, well into teenhood, and well into adulthood. Is this where I come in and mm-hmm. try to think something that you've already said because you made the mm-hmm. point? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't have any either. I figured. <laughs> you, you did a very good job. <laughs> the only thing I wanted to reiterate is, yeah, we understand everyone's situation is different, but uh, making that time is so so pivotal. And like that, Dave said, we're we're both guilty of it. I, I probably did it today at some point in time. Even just five minutes, five yep. minutes, and then they'll then they'll get bored and go do something else, and that's fine. And that's when you could skate away. But just take take those few minutes. So I want to thank you guys today for listening to this episode of the Fearless Fathers podcast. It's always a blessing. It's always a love that you come in week after week, days after days, checking out the show, sharing it with other dads, sharing it with other guys who just need that little bit of push to be the best damn dad that they know they can be. If you can, take a quick moment right after this episode or if you already dropped this episode and you're not listening to us, just leave a rate and review. It takes five seconds. Let us know what you thought about the episode, what you think about the show. It's going to go a long way in helping other dads find this podcast and just get the help and the mindset right to be the best damn fearless father out there. If you haven't already, sign up for our email list. You could get our five, five secrets, five tips, tips that I wrote that have helped me, that have helped Ryan, that have helped other dads harness the power of becoming a fearless father. You're going to get that plus some other goodies right in there as well, too. You can find the link for that in the description of this episode. And also be sure to join our Facebook group, facebook.com slash group slash fathers podcast. It's a growing community of awesome dads sharing memes, sharing stories, having fun, building each other up mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually. Find that today. Join the group. Become a part of our fearless family virtually. Your kids are learning and growing every single day. Just because you're a dad doesn't mean you can't do the same. We are breaking the stigmas of being present as a father one step at a time one day at a time, and together we're going to embrace the world. Keep up.